What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. Um, well, sometimes, sometimes on the Michael K show, Michael or Don or Peter will say stuff for the first time just so they can get live reaction. And this yeah. is some, this is something I literally just thought of. So tonight will be the first of many episodes to where we're gonna keep it clean. If when we have guests, if they accidentally, you know, say something, say a curse word, that's fine. They, they, they can be themselves, but we're going to try to be professional human beings because in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some major guests. Yes, we are. So I say starting now, from now on, whenever we say a bad word, we have a curse jar. And for every bad word we say, a dollar goes in that jar. That makes sense between the both of us, and I think that works out perfectly. That's yes, sad. And I think, and and I want to start things off like a little bit different. Now you know how Don has the daily Don, yeah. And we have a top five list, so I want to do I want to do something similar to that before we get into, and it'll be quick. I'm gonna I have I'm gonna make it only top three because I don't want to keep the show stalling. So I want to do the top three. Top three biggest New York sports moments in the last five years. In my list, I have th- I have three big moments. And, and is this quickly. is this just involving comebacks, or is this any kind of any 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 kind? Comebacks are included. Okay. Uh, I I assume one of them has to involve the. 2007 Super Bowl Patriots Giants. I said the last five years that would not qualify. Oh, last five years. Uh, Patriots Falcons. That would be that would be number one. The the Falcons Patriots were down 28 to three in the in in the Super Bowl and made the most unbelievable comeback to this day. The largest deficit coming back in a championship game ever. So the Patriots are number one, yes. Okay, uh just 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 to get a little baseball, this last year's Yankees Twins game. That would be number three, yes. That was a back and forth epic game and it ended by Aaron jo- Aaron takes his amazing cat. That is number three. You're missing number two. Give me the sport. We're going to go to basketball. Hmm. Well, it, uh, pain, it, wait, five years. Last five years. So, 2015 on. Okay, so, it it would have to be Cavs-Warriors. Yep, that is number two. Yes, you got it. That is good. Now, to recap... Patriots overcoming a 28-3 deficit, Cavs coming back from a 3-1 deficit, and Yankees coming back against the Twins. Yes, good job, sir. Three for four, I like it. Good job. Now, obviously there has been, we're talking, obviously there has been things about what's going on in baseball, especially that there are some states that are starting to reopen, and the National Basketball Association said that they're not going to open up anything any facilities until about May 8th. 
and they want to make sure that everyone is tested and clean and making sure that it's safe for the, for the players. So what are your thoughts on NBA waiting until May 8th? Now, when they say when they say open facilities, so that means next players would be able to go to Westchester and do weight programs and shooting in the gym, stuff like that? Yes, just like individual workouts. Nothing with groups, just, you know, they want to come in, go go to the weight room, do some exercise, individual workouts. So how would they do that? What, three players every hour? That's not the kind of thing you can manage. No, it's not. So it, it it makes no sense to do that. All these millionaire players, I'm sure 90% of them have luxurious gyms either in their house or a place that will accommodate them within walking distance or driving distance of, of their house. Because why? Because if they're known to be, if, if you own the local gym in, in in upstate New York, right? Let's say Connecticut, and Garrett Cole didn't have a gym. If people know that Garrett Cole goes to your gym to work out, that's gonna get you so much business. So, uh, an an idea like this is stupid. I I get it. People want to be first, but in this kind of situation, you can't be first. You have to be right. So. The, the idea baseball has of possibly starting 4th of July, I think that's perfect. What better way to start off baseball than on our nation's birthday? So, that's, that's, that's perfect. Um, so there's that. Uh, people are saying that NHL and NBA would start its playoffs, but I think that's wrong. I'm sorry. As worthless as it would be for the Knicks and for the other horrible teams in the NBA and the horrible NHL team to play any game, you know what? You have to. If Because for the teams that are two games and under close, how are you going to tell a team who's a half game out of the last playoff seed, even though they may not win the championship, it doesn't matter if they would or couldn't win one. How are you going to tell them, oh, I'm sorry, because because you couldn't have that spot in the 60-something games we've already played. We cannot go moving forward. I'm so sorry. You can't do that. So you either have to do it right, or you cannot do it at all. So right now, who's, who's close to making the, the NHL playoffs? The Rangers and the Islanders are two closest teams. The Islanders are separated by a point. The Rangers are separated by two. There you um, go. How, how would you tell those two teams that that you can't go to the playoffs now just because of what's an unfortunate event? You can't do it because you never know. Once you get in, I mean, more likely than not, the Rangers or Islanders will not host will not hoist no. the Stanley Cup trophy this year. But, Absolutely not. No. But. At the end of the day, you still never know. What if the Rangers and Islanders are just hot and they just do things? So it's unfair. Right, right now, who's close in the NBA? Who, who, who's close to being in, in the eighth seed? Uh, the East is pretty much set. The West, um, Portland is only behind by three. 
Alright, see, so yes, we likely know Portland will not hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy this year. But, again, who are we to say, let's just stop it from there, just because of this horrible epi- ep- epidemic. You never, you never know what can happen. So That's the beauty of the, that's the, beauty of the postseason, is that you never know what can happen. And that's why I, I really strongly think that that's not what's going to happen. I, like, <laughs> I can tell you what's going to happen. What's going to happen is I think because of local television money, you have to you have to complete at least 70, 70 games to get that full money in both the NBA and the NHL. So I think they're going to complete their season, which is a fair thing to do. Complete your season and then judge a bingo accordingly. Because it's not fair for teams like the Rangers and the Islanders and even Florida is about three points back. It's not fair to those teams that have a chance to make a run in the postseason to say, nah, you're not walking. It's not fair and it's not right. So I think you find a way to finish out the season, go into the postseason. Hell, if you if you finish your season in Labor Day, so be it. Who cares? I get that you're afraid of delaying next season, but you have to finish out this season. And the only proper way is to get in the games as safe as you can and then have a proper a proper champion. So I think you need to finish out both the seats of the NBA and the NHL. Now, football is a little bit different. Football, they have the luxury because this kind of happened in the offseason, but there have been reports saying that, we discussed this on our show yesterday, that the, that the NFL is considering moving their season into October and going all the way to February, no buys. I think that's completely dumb. That is dumb. Every team needs to buy. You're gonna put your you're gonna put your players through hell. That is dumb. I, I I'm I'm against that. If you want to move the season to October because you want to get the fans in, fine. But don't but but but, but you need to have a buy week. You, you're putting players through hell. That is not cool. So I personally think that if you're gonna push this NFL season to October. <laughs> Last time I'll say this, it is about to be May. There is no need to discuss anything of the 2020-2021 NFL season till at least the last week of July. There is no reason, reason to do that. It makes literally no sense. I agree. I think that, I think that we're the NFL is going to release their schedule, which they have every right to, and they're going. And what's going to happen is, after they release their schedule, then we're going to find out what happens. But first, I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no, um, there's no mini camps right now. Things are going virtual, so we're going to find out if training camp's going to start on time. Because July is normally when training camp gets over, so we're going to find out. If the season is going to start on time or not, but you're right. Like it, 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 it's it, we're not even in May, so we shouldn't even have this discussion about if football is going to get delayed or not. So now, my other now speaking of, I think going going back and sticking with the idea is in baseball they want to put have three divisions and expand the playoffs, expand the playoffs to um eight playoff teams per per league, which I think is completely dumb. I would not do it. I'm not a fan of that. It's horrible. 
it's it, it's terrible. And the fact of the matter is, and I and I and I read this is that they want to put basically the AL and NL East in one division, the Central in the other division, and they and I think that's just dumb. I, I I'm I'm against it. I think honestly, that's just a dumb idea. Your thoughts? It's it's completely completely stupid. I don't like the idea of even this added second wild card from a couple years ago. It's making lesser teams get a chance. I get it. It's more markets, more teams, but it's stupid. We got to have real playoffs. We need real teams to have a chance that can actually win, make the playoffs, so we don't need watered-down playoffs, which is why I hate the new NFL is adding another playoff team. It's oh, dumb. It. That's great. That, that is beautiful. I love it. I think that's a great idea. See, see, see. This, this is something you're trying to do to make to make me waste my money. Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! You're a clown. You're a cat. You're horrible. Stop it! Get a rocket to the moon. Get out of here. No, I, I think it's a great. I think the NFL is different. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. So your trash wagon team, the New York Whackball Giants, can possibly make the playoffs. Yeah. Goodbye. Good day, sir. Good Black, day. Blackball? Sir, sure, I'm offended. Listen, I'm trying to add I'm trying to add in some new words, alright? otherwise that jar that jar would be filled up with ten bucks that quickly, alright? So relax. Yes, it would. But I listen, there's nothing wrong with with the giant making the play. If the giant's making that like eight and eight, then they deserve it. Oh stop you. Oh <laughs> I I see what you're doing. I I see what you're doing. I I and, and and I just saw this on SportsCenter. I'm I'm not sure if you heard this yet, but okay. former Giants linebacker Harland Savar dies at 89. Was 21, 48, and five as coach in part six seasons with the Rams and Chargers. I heard about that, and it's really unfortunate. Um. He's a part of the Giants organization. Um, it's very, it's a tough day. Um, he was, he, um, the Mara loved, loved him. Wellington Mara really did love him, so it's unfortunate. How much did he love him? He loved him. <laughs> did he backdoor love him or frontdoor love him? Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> but, but anyways, um, he will be missing our thoughts and prayers brought to him today. Um, so yes, um, also, um, UFC, UFC is, is scheduled to have their show come up May, May 9th in Jacksonville with no fans. So if you need a, you need a sporting event, UFC is for you. I'd check it out. Yeah. Um, also, too, um, also, if you also want a sporting event, um, don't forget, next month, you're going to have Tiger and Tom Brady versus Phil Mickelson and Peyton Man. I'm pretty, pretty sure it's Tiger and Peyton and Phil Nicholson and Tom Brady. But it would make more sense if you put Tiger and Phil, no, no, Tiger and Brady together. It would make more sense. Why would... Why would you put Tiger and Payne together? It's, 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 it's,
know, you put you put the best golfer of all time with the best quarterback of all time. That that, that makes the most sense. You, 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 you don't put a, a a guy that's meh and a quarterback that's meh. You you put greatness with greatness. That's what you do. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure Brady and Phil has been golf partners for you many 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 years. So I think so I, I, no so, I, so I so I think that has something to do with it. I probably don't know about this, so I'll take your word for it. Maybe you're right. I just find it I just find it honestly I just find it weird, but hey, it is what it is. And also remember, um um the PGA could be returning in um in June with no fans. You have the and also with the Masters, um coming up in November because Augusta's open until November, so I'm getting a little, little, little sick of sick of people just constantly complaining about no fans being allowed in the sporting events. Why do any of you care? First of all, it's going to save your life. That's number one. Number two, it's going to save you money. It's going to save you money. You, you're not going to spend... If you're a family of four, you know what you're saving, man? You're saving three to $500. How about that? And you're crying about not going to the game. If you, if if you're a single person, I'll 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 be saving ninety dollars a game. Ninety dollars. Yeah. So so if I was to now now yes, would I like to be at the ballpark? Sure. Would I like to buy a couple of beers? Sure. Would I like to sit in the bleachers and maybe and maybe get a free little baseball? And say, woohoo, go Chad, let's go Yankees. Sure, sure, but you know what? I I could do all that. Now I can't get a baseball from my house, but I I could do the rest of that. And you know what? Be be in the comfort of my own boxers. And hey, there's no getting on the trains going home. As as if, and if the game goes eighteen innings, you know what? And I'm tired. I can just go right to right to Betty Bye and not have to be on the train for the next 45 minutes going home. And then the 15 minute walk after I get off the train. So I'm so sorry that you can't be in a ballpark. And, and for the owners who are complaining, if there's no fans, it makes no sense. Listen, listen. Y'all billionaires and millionaires. I'm so sorry if you have to play a child's game to get paid, by the way, multi-millions of dollars. Now, if this Arizona plan has to happen to where you have to be away from your family, I get it. And, and for any Yankee fan, if, if, if that was to happen, guess what? Garrett Cole wouldn't be Yankee this year. You wanna know why? Cause his wife is due in June. I promise you. Garrett Cole is not going to miss the birth of his first child just to just to pitch put on the pinstripes and same with Trout. Now 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 with the Angels, it doesn't matter if Trout plays or doesn't play because you're not making anything. So and then I also heard something about them playing in their own ballparks and then having the playoffs in 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 other stadiums. That's stupid. Having the Yankees play a playoff game in Miami. Against against the Astros, I'm sorry. That is stupid. That is really really dumb. So we got to do it right, 
and it can't be under 100 games. It has to be 100 games. It, it, not even 80 is good enough. It it has to be 100. L- losing 62 games won't hurt, but losing 80 plus will hurt. It has to be 100 games. You have you have a double header, if not every Sunday, every other Sunday. And, and, the, and then the team that has that double header, you give them Monday off. And and on the day of the double header, you make the roster 29 or no 30, make it 30. And, and that way the team can have an extra two or three pitchers, four pitchers, and an extra two position players. You do that, and eventually sports will come back. It's just it's just not possible right now. Right now, it's not happening. If you expect it to happen tomorrow, you're out of your mind. I'm I'm pretty pretty sure we'll be watching real sports on our TV, and not all of this Yankee Classics and ESPN Classics and Monday Night Football Classics. I'm sure by, and and I'm talking real sports, which is the major four. I'm sorry, golf. I'm sorry, soccer. I'm sorry, UFC. You're not better than the major four, but I'm sure by, I'll stick with the Fourth of July. I'm sure by that day we'll have sports back. I would think so. I I, I think um, I think by the fourth of July is, is, is a possibility. I'm thinking like at the end of May, beginning of June, you're going to see like you know play, like players getting ready to get back into you know to get back training because remember you, you gotta you gotta trade you know you, you, you gotta trade. Well, if July fourth is the date. Baseball players will have to be in a spring training. The latest by June sixth, man. You have to have to get three weeks. You have to. They 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 can't go even even if the pitchers are on a five day schedule now. And and really, how many pitchers are doing that right now? Pr- probably ten percent of pitchers are still on that schedule because if you keep pumping them every five days, that's basically as just as good as them playing the season. So when the real season actually starts, they'd be gassed out anyway. So right now, I'm pretty sure a lot of baseball players have gained 10 to 15, 20 pounds. Um, now, they may be regularly stretching every day. They may be working out every day. And and we're seeing videos like Gary Sanchez doing BP. But that's probably not on an everyday occurrence. These players have lives too. They want to be with, be with their families. You know? So let's be realistic here. Yeah, people gotta people gotta be smart and and be listen. I get it. We 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 we, we all we, we all gotta be smart and we all gotta be understand that. Yes, um, I miss sports and I, and, and trust me, I, I I I do miss seeing you know seeing even though the Knicks stink, I do miss seeing the Knicks losing and being like you know what I hate this team. It's weird because the Knicks are showing the highest of insanity and I and I, I know how that worked. And I, I don't like seeing games. I know I already know the outcome. So it's just people like you know, sports is supposed to be great theater. Like you like, like how you don't know who's going to win. I don't want to be watching games where oh, the Angels coming in the eighth inning of Game Seven of the two thousand three ALCS. Ooh, I wonder how that's going to work out. You know how that's going to work out. Come on, man. And just like tonight on ESPN, I actually got it on, but I'm not really watching it. The Aaron Boone walk off. First of all. Why would any Yankee fan be excited about that moment? You want to know why you shouldn't be excited about the moment? Because you know what happens next. You know what happens next. Yeah. I and the fact the Marlins come in and kick and and kick our world. 
I, I still remember to this day, that whole week, all they was talking about. And at that time, I thought it was BS. I thought it was nonsense. But they were talking about Juan Pierre-Louis Castillo are going to bunt. They're going to bunt the first inning. And what happens? They bunt the first inning. Pierre safe by a mile, not even close. And I believe on Castillo's bunt, someone bobbles it. And the, the rest all she wrote. They had a young Cabrera. Dontrell Willis was throwing heat. Josh Beckett was there. Bur- Bur- Burnett was there, but he was hurt. That team was star. If you look at that team, that's one of those teams that it don't got the biggest names. Because at that time, Miguel Cabrera was 20 years old. There was no thought. And even still, looking back at what the and what the Marlins got for training Cabrera to the Tigers, they got nothing. They got practically nothing for that. So some some sometimes things don't pan out. But just just why would you watch that? And and same with 2004. Why would you watch the first three games of the ALCS? Why? You know what happens. It's pointless. Now now I get it. If that's your thing. Just like this dumb Yankee Twitter arguing with the back of the jerseys. If that's your joy of watching these old classic games, you know what? You you got me. I can't tell you not to do it. But for realistic, factual wording, it is dumb for you to waste your three hours to do that. And I'm pretty, pretty sure you're not even watching the full three or four hours. Okay, because even even the Aaron Hicks catch game, as great as that game was, to think at one point the Yankees were down eight to two or nine to three, some something big like something big like that, and at that time Herman won 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 many consecutive games in a row, had not had a loss yet, I don't think. Now, even though you know what happened at the end, but to get to that, that's a long time. I'm I'm even pretty sure Aaron Hicks is not watching that full game right now. And they and he lived it. It's a moment he lived. Just like just like many months ago when they aired the Patriots Falcons, that's the first time Tom Brady actually sat down and watched that game. Now, of course, it looks good for him to live Instagram stuff like that and live tweet stuff like that because he's a big name. But these are their lives, man. So if they're not doing it, why should you? I agree. Um, I think it's um, it, it's, it's like it's like when Fox was airing the greatest game and they show Super Bowl Forty Two. You're a Patriots fan. Why would you want to watch that? You know what happened. And as me as a Giants fan, to be honest, even though like I was bored and that was the only thing that was on, like if they were to show it again, which they did. I'm not going to watch again because I know what happens. We know the story, and I'm quite frankly, like it, it doesn't. It doesn't bother. It just it doesn't interest me. Now, again, if you're a Giants fan and if you want to relive Super Bowl Forty Two and you want to live in the past, hey, have at it. But me, nah, I'm good. And and just like the people with the dumb with the stupid Yankees back in Jersey party, which is completely stupid. This is to me. This is also completely stupid. I, I think. I think people that argue about back names or back of the jerseys, you need to get a hobby. You need to get a hobby. You need to get a life. You need to do something else. 
do something with your life because this is really unnecessary. It's just it's just one of the reasons why sometimes Yankee Twitter can be so moronic, man. Like they really have nothing better to do with, with themselves. And and also this is one of the oldest arguments of all time. It's the tale as oldest time with Yankee Twitter. It's this kind of conversation has been talked about many, many times. It's beating a dead horse. Are 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 you this bored with your life? That one, you have to care what people do with their own money. Now, hey, if you're buying the jersey for me, I don't care. I'll tell you what player I like. If you want to buy it with the name, if you want to buy it without the name, who cares? But if you're not paying for my stuff, you can shut your mouth. You have no reason to say anything. And this is not me being a tough guy. This is me being factual. So some of you guys are way too bored with yourselves and you have to think of stupid arguments. Stop embarrassing yourself. And for the people who care, who follows on, follows them with elite accounts or not elite accounts with, 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 with 6,000 plus followers or 7,000 plus followers or who cares? At the end of the day, all of us are good people who we, if we choose to follow someone, it's because we like what they have to say. That's it. And for the, some people who think that they're a big deal because they have a billion and millions of followers, you know what? At the end of the day, it's just social media, man. If you are not getting paid to be on social media, if people are not paying you to tweet or go on Instagram Live or do anything like that, then no one cares. You're not a big deal, man. You really aren't. That is a like, and and I I would even say the same about us. We're not a big deal. I mean, yes, have have we talked to people who are big deals? Yeah. So by by association, that makes us cool. But we, we don't say, oh, look who I got in my contact list. I got numbers in my contacts that that would make so so many people jump out of your pockets. But I'm not going around saying about all that because I'm humble. Every one of us should do that. If, if, if you're loving what you're doing, that's all that matters. Why do other people need to care? Get a life, man, please. I, I said this too, and I believe um, one, one of the lovely people on Twitter, I'm not I say that people take this app too seriously, and they do. Like, your points are absolutely right. Like, who cares? Like, people you people want to say, oh, well, I, I got this. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Like, no, man, it doesn't matter. Like, people want to, uh, you know what it is? And, and, I, and I think we both said this. I'm going to say it again. I promise you, half the people on Twitter that talk all the stuff that they talk would never say this in real life. Trust me, they, they, they wouldn't. Because how you, because you're putting on an act to be for cool for what? You want Twitter clout? Who cares about clout? The, the thing that you should care about is being authentic and real. Because at the end of the day, people are going to like you for you for being real. And for the fact, and I hate the fact that, well, you know, you talk to this person, so, you know, you, you, you can't be friends with this one because you're talking about it. No, you can be friends with whoever you want. 
You can talk to whoever you want. There are people that are friends with people that I don't talk to, that I don't like, but I'm not going to tell them who they can and can't be friends with. That's not what I'm going to do. Because people, and, I, and also, people, you can make friends outside of Twitter. That, that's, that's okay. You can have friends outside of Twitter. You can make friends through Twitter. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Stop trying to show up for clout. Stop trying to be something that you're not. At the end of the day, you're just embarrassing yourself. Stop it. Get help. Get a hobby. Do something. Jesus, I see it every single day. Whether it's the Yankee jersey topic, or you're, or like people attacking this, for this, for this, for that. Oh, oh your friends are this. I get, no, who cares? These friends are who you want to be friends with. That's, that's how it is at the end of the day. And, and, and also, what's, what's shocking too, we're in a national pandemic where people are literally dying every day. You would think that people can wake up from this. So if you're still going around starting Twitter fights, get over yourself. Stop it. People are literally dying. You you just buried your father last week. Yeah. Other people have buried their sisters, their mothers, their grandfathers, their babies. People took their lives over this. So we have to stop. Whether it is social media life or real life, stop making problems out of unnecessary problems. Now, if someone's being sexist to someone and you want to stand up for them, that's great. But if two people are having a disagreement and you want to have other people hop into that conversation just to take your side, that's called being a bully. You are a little thug. This is not no gang. Stop yourself. Get a life, and this is not targeting any group of people, because I don't need that BS to come around, because there are low lives who, you know, may be from down under. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh... Stop, stop it, stop it. You get to the point. No, it's, it's true. It's, 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 it's part of the point, because you already know that's part. But, uh, pe- people just gotta get lives. And... We're, we're, we're for the most part all grown adults. And yeah. if you can't live your own life and you have to make drama and you, you think that you can cause the drama because you're part of a certain gender and people just back you for no reason, that's wrong. Just shut your mouth and keep moving on your day. If no one's bothering you, why do you have to bother other, other people? It's not cool. I agree. I totally agree. I think that people, I think people that, that do it are just shameful. And I think at the end of the day, it's, it's just, it's, it's annoying. And again, like I said, and I, I, and for the people that, that, that like to go on, on Twitter just to bully people or make themselves look like the, like, you guys are terrible. Stop it. Because at the end of the day, I see the people that are building the others and act like they're the victims. No, you guys are idiots. Stop it. Don't hide down the mess that you made. Get a life. Get a hobby. Do something. Because Twitter is not... Twitter can't be your only life. 
Whatever life you have before, go back to that life. Twitter cannot be your only life. Seriously, come on. I get it. We're in the middle of a pandemic, like you said. I buried my father. People buried their loved ones. You would think people would be a little more compassionate during the pandemic, but nope. Even in a, in a pandemic, people are being mean and awful, awful to each other and having pointless debates that make no sense. So I think people need to relax. And I think people need to understand that this is, this is not real life. At the end of the day, this is, it, it, it's not that deep. It's really not that deep. Yeah, um... So, Trey, Trey Mancini took to the Play, play tri- Tribune today, and uh, he got a little cancer back in his life. So, he wrote this. I am so lucky. I've always loved spring training. It's one of my favorite times of year. It just has slower pace, a softer edge. It's friendly, and it's all about baseball, and I love baseball. But this year, it was a little bit tougher. More of a grind to get through every day. I've been to spring training with the Orioles in Sarasota every year since 2014, but I never felt like that before. I take BP, I just get tired after a few swings, so I knew something was up, but I chucked it up to just getting older. And there's a whole lot more, but I'm not going to read it all. But uh, Trey, Trey Mancini has been battling cancer, and 2020 is most likely not going to happen. He has stage 3 colon cancer. He started chemo on April 13th, and he's still living. He can still fight it, and he probably has one of the best chances because he does have a whole lot of money. But this this is the kind of thing where it don't care if you're a millionaire or a poor man, but Trey Mancini is also a very good person. He was one of those people in baseball where if he, if he hit a home run off the Yankees, you know what? I, I'd care a little bit, but I wouldn't care too much because he's a good person. So, Trey Mancini, I hope you get well. And I hope you come back and play really, really well. Trey Mancini, your thoughts and prayers. We're in the sports state, and our thoughts and prayers to you and your family. We hope you make a speedy recovery. We're here for you. You're a great person. You're respected all over in baseball. And we hope that you make a full recovery, man. Now, also, um, from the work, and this was actually, and I saw this actually, heard this debated on, this was on Undisputed, so obviously for the Undisputed Attack 930 to 12, uh, Shannon, Shannon and Sh- Shannon and Sh- are talking about, who would have the most wins, um, Bucks or Patriots? I say Bucks. Wait, was it, what was the question? Who would have the most wins, Bucks or the Patriots? And Shannon says, Shannon still thinks that the Patriots. I think it's the Bucks because the Bucks are just a better team. So. I mean, you never know. What, Jared said I'm going to ball out? Listen, for all we know, the Patriots can get canned. They're so. You never know that. It's Jared Fidham. Well, yeah. I know that. It's Jared Fidham time. They're not interested in him. They just said it. They're not interested. It's Jared Fidham time. Until, until it's breaking news that Cam Newton signed with anybody else but the Yankees. No one can factually say 
that that they're not interested in, in Cam Newton. Bill Belichick said last week that he's looking at every possible opportunity. Who who would not be interested in Cam Newton? So until that's the situation, you literally can't can't say otherwise. Clown well, shoe. I think, well, I if I'm Cam, I would not sign. I I would actually sign with the Patriots. I wouldn't want to sign with the Patriots. I think they're too good for them. You should go to a team that's on the bottom and then work your way to the top. So go for that. Team. Oh, stop, you horrible, horrible human being. See, you're trying to get me. You're trying to get me. And you know what? I, I, I think you're trash for that, you cat. You're a big, you're a big cat, alright? You little cat. <laughs> well, speaking of, um, I like, uh, speaking of the, speaking of one woman in sport, um, so, um, I want to say Sunday, um, I would like to invite a guest on, and she looked and interviewed her, and I think she would be a good to the show. She has her own podcast. She was on the NFL Network. Her name is Stephanie. Um, she, co- she, um, she covers the Tennessee Titans. Um, she, she is on Twitter. Uh, and I th- and she would be a great guest. So, and like I said, we we've had women on the show. We've been getting more women. I've interviewed two women. You can guys catch that on the episode with Ashley Fox and Cassandra Gordon. Catch that. Shame was fun. So I think figured that we get Stephanie from currently. She does a podcast from the Tennessee Titans, and she was on the NFL Network. So we are going to have her Sunday. And I think, again, it will help us out tremendously because we love women in sports. We, we, we am I right? We love women in sports. Absolutely. What time, what, what time are we going to have her on? Nine o'clock. Nice. Um, and I think, and also, Claire, you Miami girl, you, you're a great person, and I love the fact that you don't like the picture. I don't I know, she's all right. I, I think you're a tremendous human being. She's I okay. Think you have a beautiful, you have a beautiful soul. She's alright. Anyone that doesn't like the Patriots is a good friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I see what you're doing, man, and and it's 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 slowly starting to tick me off just a little bit. I'm about. Like I'm so close, just just reaching out of my wallet and just getting that dollar. <sighs> but I'm 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 holding myself back a little bit, and uh, I'm showing great restraint right now. But I'm just looking at my pillow and just trying to picture your face on that pillow, just like you go boom and boom and. Keep hitting it. You hear that? Just, just keep pounding it and keep pounding it, cause you're, cause, cause you're just a little, little kitty cat. <laughs> I think, I think I'm a great guy. I, I think I'm a great guy. Yeah. Um, now we, now also, um, we have heard, um, in New York, um, this doesn't affect, um, this doesn't affect me. This affects you. Knicks and Rangers owner, this was from Mike Vaccaro. Knicks and Rangers owner 
James Dolan, Mets owner Jeff Wilpon, Yankees President Randy Randy Levine, among those on New York Governor's Andrew Cuomo Advisory Board to reopen New York. Mets Mets owner Joe Ty, only New York team, not on there. Jets and Giants do not qualify because they play in they play New Jersey and they follow under um, my governor, um, Bill Murphy. So they are meeting with Cuomo to discuss um, things of how to reopen and possibly have have baseball played in New York this summer, likely without fans. See that that just affects sports. So I couldn't care less. The only time I'll care is when I get the phone call of me starting to go back to work. Until that can happen, I give zero, zero Fs, and I don't care, all right? That That's just me being honest. Well, it, it, well, I will say... I will say it is pretty cool that you have all the sports only being with Cuomo to discuss. Why? Maybe, well, maybe that could also help. That could also help um, place in New York that can reopen. But likely it's going to be upstate New York, including a big shout out to Jamestown, New York. You guys rock. Jamestown is trash. It's garbage. (laughs) Jamestown is full of cats. Alright? Only cats care about Jamestown. Nobody cares about Jamestown. Jamestown is irrelevant. If you live in... You know what? Even if your name starts with Jamestown, you're a weirdo and a loser and no one likes you. Oh, oh, that's terrible. Did you know that Jamestown was known as the Pearl City? That means it's a great thing. It is awesome. <sighs> it, 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 is, it is really, really cool. And no, you, you got to stop talking. Because cause, cause every time you talk, it makes me want to curse. <laughs> I, I like to think of myself as a great guy. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I will say that the most important thing to be serious is I get that you're meeting with the sports owners. But like you said, you you work in New York, you live in New York, this affects you a lot more than me. So unless you get the call to go back to work, having upstate open more it doesn't No one cares about upstate, alright? Nobody cares. It's my original point was for everyone to be open at the same time. Like no places should be safe. That's how it should be. Why is upstate so special? And I don't care that they have less cases. And I'm telling you right now, New Jersey better not open up before us. Because if... if, if That's right. Because New Jersey, Connecticut, and New York, and Pennsylvania are are, did stay at home together. And actually, New York was first for stay at home before Jersey. So if Jersey opens up before New York, that's backwards. So if we have to suffer... You little buddy have to suffer too. I don't think that's fair. I think that's very fair. How would you feel if New York opened up before Jersey? Would you think that's fair? Uh, no, that's not fair. There you go. So either they both open up at the same time or they wait. That's the only fair solution. Yeah. 
And also, you reiterated the point that, you know, that Mike made that interviewed him. Check it out on Instagram. Shameless plug him. You said about you were you, you said that you would not be cool with having um meaningless uh, ex an exhibition season. You should say Now now I'm gonna have a count now Mike did make a good point of having a counter argument. His counter argument was and he said if because it's hard to have a season without fans, he thinks that it would be it would be an experimental to try this first, probably not have a season but have something to have a sport back and then have a full season in 2021. What are your thoughts on that? Say it again. Mike Skidell suggested that we have some sort of exhibition season to try this out without fans and then afterwards don't have, basically not have a season just have a basically an exhibition season means the games don't count and then come back 2021 when the games do count. So, exhibition with no fans, real season with fans, is, is that the gist of it? That's the gist of it. That's stupid. That's, that's, that, that's extremely, extremely stupid. Super stupid. Super stupid. As, as, as much as we love baseball, it, it be spring training, man. That's what it would be. That's what it would be. Who's who's gonna watch three months of that? Come on, man! I see, I see what you're doing. I I see. Do not think you're slick. Do not think you're slick, man. You need to be hit. You need to be picked up, thrown in the pool, and every time you try to get up, you just gotta be pushed back under. And then we, and then I gotta find some goon, some six foot five plus goon, just to hold your head under the water. You're making me sick, man. Man, that's a terrible idea. I get everybody's opinion is supposed to be respected, and Mike, I think you're a fabulous guy. I think you're fantastic. But why would anybody watch that? And even... I, I want to ask Julian this. And I bet you, if we get full truth from Julian, he is not going to watch three, four, five, or six months of baseball games that don't count. Hell no. Nobody would. And, and, and I'll say this right now. You have the right to do so. But if any person is going to put in three or four months of baseball games that does not count I'm sorry you're an idiot you are a guy with no life alright is that okay is that cool you have no life even for spring training for full games I watched the first full game when they got the pinstripes on then after that I only watch games where the Yankees are home up to the fifth inning. Because up to the fifth inning, they talk to Boone in the fifth inning. So after that, I turn it off. And Aaron Boone just hits a walk off in Yankee Stadium and all the fans are going crazy. But uh, back, but back to reality because that game no one cares about because it happened a billion years ago. Um... No one is investing that kind of time for games that doesn't count. And no real baseball player would either. You think Garrett Cole or James Paxton 
is gonna pitch in games that don't count. You you think John Carlos Stanton or Aaron Judge, DJ LeMay, who's up for a free agent, is gonna play in games that don't count? Stop yourself. You're embarrassing yourself. Mookie Betts, he never played a game in the Dodger uniform. He would never play a game in the Dodger uniform. And that's horrible. The Red Sox, the Red Sox, when people talk about Glaber for Chapman and Yankee and Chapman back, that blows that out of the water. The, the Red Sox getting Alex Verdugo and, and another good prospect for, for nothing, that blows that Chapman Glaber deal out of the water. It blows it out. It never even happens. No one cares about Chapman Glaber. No one cares. That will never be topped. Because something like this will most likely never happen again. Let's hope. But I'm sorry. Nobody, even Danny, nobody is going to invest three or four months or however many games of fake game. That's what exhibition baseball is, man. It's fake games. It doesn't matter who wins or loses. No one cares how many home runs that person hits. Nobody cares. Because spring training only matters for maybe five players. And that's players who are already in AAA and have a real chance at making it. Now, yeah, sometimes players from AA can come in and shock the world and get really hot. But even then, most likely, you know what's going to happen? They're going to be on the roster for the first week, and then they're going to go back down. So that that's what spring training is. And, and also... If, if, if you're a hench and etc., you're laughing. You're thanking God for the coronavirus because you never missed a game. Dusty Baker would have never managed a game for the Astros. He would have never managed a game if, if this really keeps going on. So, come on, guys. Like, like I get it. We're, we're all bored and we want sports back. But same thing as NBA. Do you think LeBron James would put on shorts and jerseys for basketball games that don't count? Hell no. No way. Impossible. No way. You think Tom Brady would risk getting concussed or hurt for a game that wouldn't count? No way. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. Come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm telling you. And, and, and listen, you know what? I want it to be your goal. I want you to put up a poll. Alright? Okay. Put up a poll. Would you... And make sure you do it this time. Because the last time I asked you to put up a poll, you didn't put up put up the poll. Alright. Alright. What do you want? Alright. Alright. So what, what's the question? I got the poll question ready. Okay. If Major League Baseball has exhibition games just this year... For, let's just say a hundred, let, 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 let's just say for 30 games, it'd be a full month of baseball that doesn't count. Would you invest every day for baseball that doesn't count? And, and, and I want you to screenshot anybody who says yes, and, and I want you to put them on the pod because they'll be nuts to say, to say that they would invest their time. You know what? Don't do a month. Do, do three to four months. Would you invest for three to four months of games of baseball that doesn't count just to have baseball for this year? Would you, 
would you invest? Would you invest? Would you invest your time watching it? Exhibition people should probably know what that. You should know what that is. It's just a simple question. If if no one knows what exhibition games mean, then they're a moron to begin with, and they gotta get whacked off. It is. It is. Uh, as Michael Taylor said, "Run up the pole, JJ." Uh, my, 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 monk, my, my, my chief of staff has just, you know, put that up in the poll, and then we will find out what, what is going to happen. So we'll see who says yes and who says no. So it has, it, it is officially on the poll. Good man, and I'm, and and I'm telling you, no smart. If if you're a Yahoo clown and you say yes, they need to be on the podcast. They because I now I wouldn't wouldn't treat them horrible, but they'd be asked multiple times what's wrong with them. Cause there would there would literally be have to be wrong with someone to to invest their time and and that also means what kind of life do they have that they can invest three to four hours a day of something that doesn't count. That goes to show you how much of a low life they are. But this 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 might be the best poll to ever be put on Twitter. And it should get a lot of reaction. And you know what? I'm I'm sure there's gonna be a couple of idiots out there that have no life and that will say yes. But they they would have to rethink their lives. And and just to end the pod, um you know, you know, Steve Schwippen and Michael Imperioli was on a Michael K show today, and and the reason why I never wanted to start the series because Michael said how it ended many many times, so it always turned me off. But I said, you know what? I never saw the show, and I figured let me try it. I'm a, I, I I was in the last sixteen minutes of episode two. When we started tonight's podcast. And you know what? I think that show is fantastic. And every night we'll record. I'll, I'll do a little two minute thing. Of, of what I've seen so far. And so far out of episode one. Tony is talking to a shrink. After having a little heart attack. You know. Uh, Jamie Lynn Siegel. Meta-Soprano is, is trying to get away from her mom. Try, you know. She got caught sneaking out of the house. And the mom was like. Oh, I heard the window glitch. She takes out a gun. You know, Tony's mom is getting up in age. And they're talking nursing home. And in episode two, she, she almost put her house on fire. And just Michael Imperioli's that guy, man. He just... He he had some guy test out coke on, on a meat cleaver. And, 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 and he shoots the guy in the back of the head. Like, yo. And... and in episode one, Tony chases this guy down and looks like a work campus in a brand new $6,000 Lexus. And they beat the living crap out of him. And, and the guy didn't even have the money to pay back Tony. But so far, episode one was great. I'm in the middle of episode two. It's great. I, I could see why it lasted the years it did. And uh, who knows? Maybe one day they'll do a spinoff. I think it would be a good idea. So every Monday, catch Steve Schwipper 
and Michael Imperioli as they do their podcast. Now, obviously, I won't listen to the pod because I'm watching the shows for the first time. And even Peter Rosenberg said he wouldn't listen to the pod because he just got through the show a couple of months ago. But if you're a Soprano fan and you need something in your life, every Monday, they're going to do all eight and nine episodes of the show. So I guess 89 podcasts and you